This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, everybody. First on the agenda, free talk. Couple of ground rules. No shop talk. Also, no religion or politics. Too divisive. Also, don't tell a story about someone we don't all know. It makes people feel excluded. Other than that, sky's the limit. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. I used to think flagellants was something to laugh about. Truth is, 300 million Americans a day expel gas through their anus. To learn more about flagellants, you can visit my ass. I'm here with Goose the Cat. Goose, what was it like working alongside the talented and lovely Brie Larson? It was perfect. That is what champions are made of. Whoa, whoa, ho, ho, whoa. You're a little excited. And now, 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. And it's Rodney and the Rock. Still honking out hits. Our feature presentation. We've never honked out hits. No, oh, no. I don't know. I feel like we should honk. We uh, should we look into should it at least. at least, yeah, yeah, make an effort to He's honk. He's honking out hits before we even started. Yeah. And we've never gotten to that point. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a consultant, like a honking consultant that could walk us through it. Honking the hits? Yeah, because you can't just all of a sudden honk the hits. You've right. got you've to build up to a honk. Yeah, and I don't know what steps to take. Yeah, we gotta we got to look into it. Morning, everybody. It is a brand new Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. It's Wednesday morning, the 12th of February. Hi. I, uh, hi. Hi. I was talking to my daughter last night. And she heard us talking about the Wiggles. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was telling uh, Jensen, who's saying he's never going to do that. I was saying, careful with you're never going to, because yeah. when your kid wants to, you do it. you'll do anything. And I didn't remember specifically if I had been to the Wiggles or not, mm-hmm. but it turns out I have been to the Wiggles. You've been to a show? Mm-hmm. I've been to a oh, show. Oh, nice. And according to my daughter, I was standing up and dancing. I oh. don't doubt it. They've got At the some Wiggles. hits. Bops. Yeah. This was me. Hot potato, 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 Allie, are you a Wiggles groupie? I'm a Wiggles head. She's doing the moves. <laughs> yeah, I think she's a Wiggles groupie. I love the Wiggles. Apparently, I was doing that same dance there. Yeah, you were? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, uh, that was a fascinating thing to find out because I think, feel like maybe I had blocked it out. Do all their songs sound like a sock hop? Yeah. Got it. I mean, they're all, yeah, they're all for, for kids. Spaghetti called spaghetti. 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 What's next? Aww. Is that aww? It's a party. It's a party. Bridge. I like those slow voice guys. Mashed banana, mashed banana. Mashed banana. banana. I mean, they're Australian. You're saying mashed banana. banana. They're, they're Australian. Banana, mashed banana, mashed banana. Banana, banana, mashed banana. Banana, banana, banana. 
I think you're going to be doing that. Jason. No, I'm not. I think, but I know you say that, but no. I said that. My kid's going to be like, more Mac Miller, please. No, your kid's going to oh. be like, yo, gabba gabba me, dad. You're going to be like, no problem. <laughs> I've also been to one of their shows. What are you what? doing? Yo, gabba gabba, a bunch of friends and I got um, drunk, drunk and went okay, that's the key. And But they're a blast. They have uh, Biz Marquis. Biz Marquis. DJ Lance. so fun. Sure. Yeah. I uh, All right. You're gonna Jensen. I'm not gonna be great. Get into it. I'm not gonna be great. You don't have to be great at. You're just gonna want to see your kid happy, and that's it. Is Barney still a thing? I don't think so. I think he's extinct. He's he's gone. (laughs) He's not a real dinosaur. I think he's still a thing. Okay, good. Uh, we go back, back to hot potato. Oh, I mean, it's yeah. a it's a jam, though, right? I mean, it is a jam. I love that your daughter was like, not only did you let me experience it, Dad, mm-hmm. but you did the moves and sang along at mm-hmm. a concert. Yeah, that happened. I imagine. I also that. took video, but it was video of them. I was like, oh, yeah, oh well, nice. if I could find myself at a Wiggles concert, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine <laughs> Allie like uh, like moshing at the Wiggles or at at Yoga. Allie, did you steal kids and take them with you? No, we had no, no kids, which made it even weirder um, at Yo Gabba Gabba. But to the point where a friend at Staples was like, really, just just you guys? Just, just Did they hide six... you someplace? No, we had fourth row, six wow. adults. We were partying. Hmm. I've got video of it. A friend, oh, DJ oh. Newmark, was with me, mm-hmm. who you know, Jensen. But at you have one video point... that we could oh, see? I, absolutely. That you will show us? Absolutely. Okay. But the video is the best because my friend Zach, who goes by Z Trip, he's another mm-hmm. DJ, mm-hmm. just... Digging it, having the time of his life. And then I pan over at Newmark, who's just sitting, looking miserable. And I scream at him in this video. And he's like, oh, fine. It is fun times with Yo Gabba Gabba, you guys. Mm. Don't mm me. When I show you the video, you're going to be like, why wasn't I there? My kid's going to be into very adult things. He's going to be like, do you want to play backgammon? And he'll be like, four. So your kid's going to be a nerd. (laughs) He's going to be dweeby. I'm, I'm setting him up to be a real goon. Uh, well, luckily, you're yeah. not the only parent. I mean, I, let's see. She loves silence as well. She loves just sitting in the house. That's what, I mean, that's going to be his, his, his pastime is going to be silence. It's not, though. It might. What if Adler turns out to be, like, the biggest rock star? Like, can't wait to get out and just mm. experience everything. And then Jensen and Danielle have to leave the house to yeah. support mm-hmm. him and things. And mm. they're like, mm, could you go on at 8? And he's like, no, I'm a big rock star. I'm going on at 1 a.m. Yeah. We'll build a stage in the house for us and the pets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poor Adler. It's, I, he's not Adler, gonna, listen, Adler at the end of the day, Adler's going to win win this. Oh, right. it's not. Sure. There's no question. For sure. He's not gonna Jensen's going to be doing everything that we're describing. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's going to be happy to do it. Yeah. He's going to be into chilling. Let's see the cold spaghetti He's dance. Into chilling, chilling. Cold spaghetti, cold, cold spaghetti. spaghetti. Okay, we can yeah. do it in the house. It doesn't mean we have to go to the concert. Oh, it's such a uh, different feeling. You're going to go to the concert. Yeah. When you of see whoever that, the Wiggles are when he gets old enough. You right. see that blue Wiggle. He'll probably be replaced five times by then. But, <laughs> yeah. But for now, <laughs> Anthony, you know. Ellie knows more about the Wiggles than it's I do. It's a little scary. It's, it's terrifying. a little scary. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin in the Morning Show, shall we? Winking my butthole. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Uh, the Fast Food Report Valentine's Edition. Oh, yeah. It's very romantic. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be life coaches. This is a service that we offer. Is it? Yes. Do we want that? Yes. Okay. Because we have great wisdom. Yes. And with great wisdom comes great responsibility. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to be life coaches today. So we're imparting that wisdom mm-hmm. to callers yes. that have issues. Yes. Oh, gosh. 
mean, oh gosh, this All is right. really, this is an extra bonus. We're not even charging for it. Okay. Uh, get up on this, because mm-hmm. it's Wednesday. You cried in front of a stranger. Aww. And also Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, hey. which is in its 40th season. And that's you, not a joke. I was going to say, are you doing a joke? I'm not doing a joke. Okay. Because 40th season. That seems like a joke. It does, I know. Because after the first season, Bede and I said, okay, that's it. That right. show's done. Yeah. You after the first season. A great track record. We really of did. Shows. <laughs> we did Dancing with the Stars. We said it wouldn't even go the full season, right. the first season. Right. Turns out we were a little wrong on that. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Probst will be here with the 40th season of Survivor. Wow. Too many. That's coming up later on this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. Allie, first look at what's happening. Kevin, I follow Richard Blade on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Richard Blade said a couple days ago, listen, on Tuesday, there's going to be a huge announcement at 12 noon. Right. Trust me, it's going to be something you'll talk to your friends about. You're going to want to listen. I'm going to post something about it. Just tune in. And I was like, ooh, Richard Blade. Right. What is he talking about? Is Oasis getting back together? It like does my, my, a lot of connections in the music world. A ton of connections. Yeah. Is he going to um, bring Depeche Mode into the Hall of Fame? Will he be the one? And then he said in the tweet, he's like, this has nothing to do with Depeche Mode in the Hall of Fame, so stop your guessing. Hmm. And I was like, why is he talking right to me? Was the announcement going to be the entire plot and story of his book in one sitting? Listen, I wasn't here for that interview, okay. um, and I feel like it would have gone much different had <laughs> Listen, I been here. it saved us from reading the book. It, <sighs> it was a bit of a spoiler alert. He came in here to promote a book, uh-huh. told us the whole book. Okay. Having said that, we love him. And the oh, book sounded so good. By the way, the book him. sounded so good. I'm all, I'm going to go on a limb and say that he did it really well. Yeah. Listen, great story. You time. guys not knowing how to conduct an interview, <laughs> right? No, that's is not what it was on him. No, agreed. <laughs> Here's what he announced yesterday: the Cruel World Festival, a one day festival, brand new, set to take place May second at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Which was a weird way for me to find out that StubHub has been renamed. Mm-hmm. Did yes, you but know that? Um, yes, but it's been, but it doesn't say the grounds at. That sounds like it's outside the stadium. I don't know. Huh. The grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Yeah, because that's where the Galaxy play, yeah. You knew that their yes. name was Dignity Health yes. Sports Park? Yes. All right. Well, now it's been for like I like a year. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, tell us who's on the bill. I don't want to know. Well, I think no, that's important. come on. That's okay. the whole story. Here's who's on the bill. And if you listen to K-Rock at any point in your life, these were some of your favorite bands. You've got Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Psychedelic Furs, Echo and the Bunnymen, Violent Femmes, The Church, English Beat, P.I.L., Gary Newman, Gene Loves, Jezebel? What? Berlin, Bad Manners, Missing Persons. She wants revenge for a little new flavor for you. <gasps> this you sounds guys, amazing. It sounds incredible. This is this is like my dream K-Rock festival right there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February 14th. What a great Valentine's awesome. Day gift at noon. Um, and a pre-sale is going to start tomorrow at noon Pacific. You can register for a pre-sale code on the festival's website. This is huge. I and haven't yeah, I haven't seen a show get that kind of attention oh no. locally online ever. No. And of course it's Golden Voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, behind, you know, Coachella, Stagecoach, all the festivals you want to go to, but this is incredible. And of course, everyone starts saying, "Oh, what's going to happen when Morrissey drops out?" Oh, I don't know, it gets better. 
Like, it's a better festival. We'll be able to eat beef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bring the beef back in. Mm-hmm. Have fun! Oh, I mean, this is going to be a blast, it sounds guys. great. And May 2nd, so it's not going to be super hot. Mm-hmm. I'm already thinking, because, I mean, these bands, you wear a lot of black. Yeah, sure. a lot of, a goth, lot of kids. goth kids sure. in there, so... You don't want to be hot, sweating off your pale makeup. Right. <gasps> you guys, honestly. That's exciting. That sounds cool. That I posted about this on my Instagram. I have friends that were like, I'm flying out. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm, I will be there, which was cute because I think they were also saying they'll stay with me. Which they They're not. so staying with you. That is so not going to happen. Guys, a lot of rumors with The Bachelor. None of us watch it, but wouldn't this be a coup? He is down to four women. The dude's name is Peter Weber. Rumors are flying about who he'll choose because a lot of people are saying, um, pretty sure he's in a relationship with a producer from the series named Julie LaPlaca. People pointed out that his father, the Bachelor's father, posted a photo from New Year's Eve of LaPlaca out to dinner with the family in New York City. Then she's been tagged in photos wearing Seahawks attire, which is his favorite football team. <gasps> Doesn't she, as a, as a producer, know she can't yeah, I'm sure have that happen? There's a lot of uh, rules against that. Yeah. I think. But. Wow. I don't know. What's going to happen? I just hope he finds love. Oh, my gosh. You I know? hope she's there for all the right reasons right. other than her job. <laughs> I hope she's not there to make friends. Um, when she, like, when he announces who he picks, do you think he says, oh, I'm, it's a producer, and she, like, walks out from behind the camera? Like, do you think it's all involved in the show? It might be. How could oh. it not be? I don't think it could. Up- I don't think. Well. They're not hiding it now is what she's saying. The network's senior vice president of alternative series spoke to Entertainment Tonight and said, well, I hate to get in the way of a good rumor, so I'm not going to confirm or deny about whether he ends up with the producer. He ends up with the producer. Weird. I mean, this is all very odd. Hmm. Am I going to have to watch The Bachelor? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I tried a couple honest. times and it's uh, it's rough. It's yeah. yeah. And then they have like four nights in a row and it's like 17 hours each. It's a lot. Yeah. Seems like a lot. You guys. It's one of those shows that replays something mm-hmm. from the commercial break before for eight minutes. No. You know that thing where yes. it's like it's full recap of what's happening in the first 10 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Every time. So the whole show itself is only about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it takes about two hours to get through. That is the worst. Mm-hmm. You guys. Cruel World Fest. I'm yeah, so that sounds pretty great. That. I'm really excited. I'm also excited about um, how I now know what Jensen's doing this weekend. And I'll have that story oh, coming up. All right. Tease. I don't even think he knows. Okay. Good times, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Josh Brolin, Arsenio Hall, Christina Ricci, and Mike Posner. And that's what's happening. This is Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. So let's talk about the fast food report, Jensen. Is this a special one, a very special episode? Oh, yes. This is the very special Valentine's Day fast food report. The fast food report is going to make you hot. It's going to touch you and tickle you in the right spot. The fast food report. Fast food. You can eat it. Eat it. Or beat it. Beat it. The Fast Food Report is on the air now. So come on, get hungry. It's time to talk chow. The Fast Food Report. Oh, yeah. Rub it all over your body. Oh, the Fast Food Report is so moist. Oh, God. And sexy. Oh, Omar. 
like saying beat it now. It just I, feels different. I mean, it's the Valentine's Day fast food report, and I don't know when this started, but Valentine's Day has weirdly become a fast food focused holiday. Okay. And, and some couples are eyeing the fanciest and hardest to get, you know, reservations. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But based on the way that these franchise restaurants prep for February 14th, you have to think that business really picks up for drive through romance. <laughs> really? I mean, oh, no. for real. No, I'm telling you, there are very little holidays that have this much of a response in the QSR uh, industry. Valentine's Day, almost across the board, everyone has something. I love it when you say QSR, QSR. like anyone knows what that means. It's quick service restaurants. Okay. Uh, many spots have special dates or preset menu items for lovebirds stopping by. Okay. But we're going to focus on places that have created something new, something special for those dining in the glow of love. All right. All right. So it's the czar of QSR, the catch-all of cholesterol, the fast food fat daddy, El Champion, and Joaquin Phoenix's worst nightmare. So let's get this moving. <laughs> let's start at Boston Market, where they are not only taking this Friday very serious, they're changing the game with something they're calling the Bay by Back Ribs Bouquet. Oh, my God. What? That's right. Bay by spelled B-A-E or millennial speak for before anyone else, which sure. is a term of endearment for your one and only. Sure. Now, this alternative to flowers or chocolates or any other basic bitch gifts, but it's offered only on Valentine's Day. They are limited edition. Okay. Only available while supplies last. Mm-hmm. It is one dozen baby back ribs assembled in a classic bouquet style, just like flowers, yep. with paper wrapping at the bottom. We have posted a photo of it right now with Kevin Mornings on Twitter and Instagram. It looks like a total mess of barbecue sauce, especially on a date. You, like, hand it to a lady like flowers. Yes. But inside are a dozen baby back ribs. Mm. It, wow. It costs you twenty nine ninety nine, and every kiss from that point will taste like charcoal. But I do have to ask you one thing. <laughs> With all of this in mind, mm-hmm. the Bay Buy Back Ribs Bouquet, let them bloom. This sounds rad. Or let my wife run off with my dad. Eat it or beat it. Let's start with mugs. All I got to say, Jensen, <laughs> once I find a Boston market anywhere around this <laughs> land of ours. It's not easy. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Yes. Eat it. Oh, uh, no, we have a sexy eat it? Allie? I hated the eat it, but mm-hmm. I need to hear it again. Eat it. Yeah. So you, if a man was trying to woo you mm-hmm. and brought you this baby back ribs bouquet. I'd be like, honestly, yeah. let me just eat a few of these mm-hmm. and then I'll thank you. Sounds good. Mm. Uh, Kevin? I'm the same. I will eat that. Eat it. Very good. In celebration of Valentine's 2020, we move on to Bojangles, a Cajun fast food uh, franchise, mostly focused in the Northeast, but ready to aim for the middle of your heart. Only through this Sunday can you purchase heart-shaped bowberry biscuits. They are made from scratch and baked into heart-shaped buttermilk biscuits with blueberry bits stuffed inside Mm. and a drizzle of sweet vanilla icing on top. Mm. Now, they run a little over a dollar each, which is a steal and a way to be very cheap with your love interest. So these are heart-shaped. Keep that in mind. That's Mm. also very Valentine's-based. So I ask you lovebirds this. Heart-shaped bowberry biscuits from Bojangles. Give me that sweetness shaped like a heart or bend over in my face and let off a fart. Eat it or beat it. Let's go to Allie. Good lord. Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that they're called bowberries mm-hmm. delights me. Bo- I'm going to eat it. Bojangles. Uh, all right, mugs. I'd like to call that girl Bojangles and eat that. Eat it. That's a Ying Yang Twins lyric. All right, fair. Everyone knows Good that. Call. <laughs> Speaking directly to the audience. Kevin? Uh, whatever's the opposite of the fart in the face. <laughs> I think it's eat it, yeah. All right, be- oh, you wanted it. You wanted yeah, to eat yeah. it. All right, you got to take that back. Uh, all right, so let's move on to a place uh, that means a whole lot to us. It's time for a little... Chick-fil-A? 
Uh, They might not want you to dine uh, with your same-sex partner, but they're still prepping for Friday with a focus on the packaging. Running only through February 29th, you can stop by any participating Chick-fil-A to pick up a 30-count of their nuggets, a 10-count of their chicken minis, or a 6-count of their chocolate chunk cookies. But the real headliner here, you get them in a heart-shaped box. Oh. It's much like you'd see with chocolates on this special day, but when you open up the heart, instead of various flavored treats, you get... Chicken! Honestly, it's just a silver tin. No (laughs) bells or whistles here at all. But with Chick-fil-A, they barely ever do something outside of their norm, so it's worth talking about and cut them some slack. So in case you're looking for a way to utilize this gift, Chick-fil-A on their website suggests this. Okay? Quote-unquote. There's nothing wrong with snuggling up with your sweetheart in a cozy bed, especially if you both also get to enjoy your favorite Chick-fil-A breakfast item. Give them a surprise with a heart-shaped container filled with chicken minis for a memory that will last forever. Is that a memory that will last forever? That's pretty romantic, right? No, that's creepy as hell. So with this in mind, we come to the question. Put all the chicken in a heart willingly or watch a marathon and my feet are killing me. Eat it or beat it. I'm looking at you, Allie. Honestly, I still have never had Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue that streak. Beat it. Mugs. Despite their recent past <clears throat> controversy, I love me some Chick-fil-A, and I'm going to snuggle up by myself with the heart-shaped oh, that's box, that's really rub sad. it all over my oh, body, oh, and then on. pour that's it just, down my gullet. That's sad. Oh, what a homophobic thing to say. Kevin, <laughs> uh, eat, it, uh, eat it or beat it? I don't want to eat it in my bed. Do I have to eat it in my no, bed? No, it's no. not necessary. No, it's not on the website. You okay, eat then it you do. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then no, I'm going to beat it. Beat it. Yeah. All right. When you think date night, you think red lobster. That's just common knowledge. Sure. And now our friends at RL are doing something about it. They're also focusing on the packaging. So fuel the love by ordering uh, half a dozen of the infamous Cheddar Bay Biscuits from RedLobster.com All right. and spend an additional $1 and it's delivered to your sweetheart's door in a heart-shaped limited edition box. Oh my gosh. And what does each box say, Kevin? It says, you're my lobster. That's a nod to the television show Friends Friends. and a popular line said by Phoebe, Mm. a cast member who will soon reunite in what is for sure going to be a disappointing television event. Now, we've went over the catchphrase and the seafood. It's time you catch on and see my food. Let's go to Red Lobster with no apologies or enroll me for classes of Scientology. Eat it or beat it. Let's go to Kev Dog. Eat it. 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 Where did you find that drop? I don't know. <laughs> eat. Uh, all right, Allie. Um, I am going to eat so much of that. Eat. That would be a nice romantic thing to show up at your door with just these better uh, biscuits. These Absolutely. cheddar bay biscuits. biscuits. Great. They're beautiful. Uh, mugs? I have never had these cheddar bay oh. biscuits. Mugs. So uh, any lovely ladies out there that want to send me this to my door, I will eat it. Eat it. But someone has to send it to you. Yeah, you I don't can't wanna, leave your right. house. No. Yeah, and you, okay. you get, you'll, it's another extra dollar. So keep that in mind. Okay, when that's, that's fine. Okay, lastly, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day without donuts, or at least that's a saying that Krispy Kreme hopes catches on because they have made twenty-four different donuts for the holiday. May I introduce you to the Conversation Heart Donuts? Each of these heart-shaped donuts are topped with different edible messages, like the traditional sweetheart candies, which we all know, including the words "crazy for you," "I L Y S M," "Be mine," "Bay," uh, "I heart you," "Pick me," or "XOXO." And they have four different classic fillings to choose from: cake batter, strawberries and cream, mm. original cream, mm. and chocolate cream filled. Mm. While the limited edition donuts are available individually, participating locations are offering the fan favorites as part of a special Valentine's dozen 
of which it comes in a limited edition box. See all of these places. Oh, boxes. It's I know. the box. It's always yeah. the box. So after hearing what's about in the box. what's in the box, after hearing about this labor of love, the Krispy Kreme conversation heart donut, uh, I have a question for you mm-hmm. all. Words on my pastries, that sounds boss, or knife me and douse my cuts in hot sauce, eat it or beat it, mugs, you tell me. Words on my pastries, that sounds boss. All right. <laughs> Allie? I think that sounds delightful, yes. I would order multiples of that, yes. All 24? Mm-hmm. Collect all 24? Yep. Guys, I've given you enough information yeah, here. Yeah. If you don't take your woman to a fast food restaurant <laughs> on Valentine's Day, it's up. To, it's on you. You don't care. And by woman, you mean hand? Uh, no, mugs. Oh, mugs. mugs, that's the fast food report. The fast food report. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen on K Rock, LANOC's alternative rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jensen, explain what Get Up On This is. Uh, every week I come to you and I bring you something that I think you should be up on, whether it's an app or a movie or a TV show or a song. I had this podcast for 10 years mm-hmm. where I have a, a good track record mm-hmm. as to getting you into things early. So I'm very excited this week to have another one. This is Get Up On This. Get Up get on Up On This. Get up. Every single week we have on Dr. Drew, we've thrown numerous physical ailments at him. We've talked about a man who had a hose stuck up his butt for three weeks. Mm. We've talked about what to do during flu season. These are things we we bother him about. Our guest just left. Okay. (laughs) Needs to stay. But for years we had joked about Drew's obsession with the Los Angeles homeless problem and what he had predicted was going to happen. And now we see with our very own eyes, Dr. Drew was right. Something I don't Mm -hmm. love saying out loud. Uh, we won't pre- say it to him. No. no. Uh, he's basically told us every seven days, even when we don't ask, that we're facing an epidemic, right? The chance of a possible genocide of a, a total amount of people. And now anyone driving in the streets could see in any city these tent situations under bridges on, on any suburban street. It this seems to have squared itself. Like, it's it's crazy. It that, is insane. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to find out what we can do, what regular people, everyday people, can do to help this problem because we can just keep staring at it and, and, and almost saying, like, derogatory things towards our neighborhoods becoming homeless shelters. But we can help, and that was what I needed to know. Okay. So I'm very excited this week because we're doing something that's a first forget up on this. We're lucky to have a guest on, which is always a nice treat. But this week, I'm not only getting you up on the genius that is Nithya Raman, but that she is in turn going to get us up on things that we can do and uh, lend a helping hand to this All problem right. that's only going to get worse, by the way. Oh, yeah. So, Nithya, welcome. 
Thank you for having me. Uh, before, I wanted to get the smart stuff out of the way. She is a Harvard and MIT-trained urban planner. Same. Same. We shouldn't even know her. She shouldn't uh, even be allowed in right. the studio. You're right. She it, should burn when she walks in, <laughs> yeah. just from our pure stupidity. She is itching, uh, yes. which is weird. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, for the few last few years and most recently, she's really dedicated her life to what is happening in our streets. So what brought, to you, uh, brought you to this specific dilemma in L.A.? Well, I actually worked, I worked at City Hall briefly in 2014. Mm -hmm. And back then, the number of people who were experiencing homelessness in the city of Los Angeles Mm -hmm. was like 23,000 people. Uh, Now there's close to 37,000. So the number has grown grown just a staggering amount in just a few years. Um, But when I was there, I was looking at how the city was responding to homelessness then. And it actually felt different in Los Angeles then. A lot of the people who were homeless were concentrated in just a few areas, mostly in Skid Row, somewhere in Hollywood, somewhere at the beaches. But since then, it's grown absolutely everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. But what I saw when I was working at City Hall was that, and to me, 23,000 is a huge yeah, number. That is a huge yeah. number. It's yeah. a huge number. Richest country in the world, second largest city. I mean, it's, it's a huge number. And so what I saw at City Hall was that, um, you know, the city wasn't necessarily working across departments to make sure we were ending homelessness. They weren't talking to each other um, to make sure that we were ending homelessness. A lot of the money that was being spent at that time to respond to homelessness was being spent not on programs and services and housing that could get people off of the streets permanently, but on putting people in on enforcement and policing and putting homeless individuals in jail, which is not... Because we're overcrowded anyway. So we're overcrowded, yeah. and yeah, putting someone in jail is not a home. No. Like it doesn't fix the essential problem, which is that they're homeless. And in fact, once you leave jail, it's often much, much harder to get into a house. Right. Um, and so I was, I was worried about what, you know how we were responding to this issue in LA. And I left, and then I left City Hall after I wrote that report. Uh, and I watched as the problem grew across the city because we have had such an incredible increase, I think, in housing prices over the last decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem has grown across across L.A. So you know, really. in layman's terms, if, if someone is just listening right now and has been driving around Los Angeles or their cities, like you said, we used to see it at Skid Row. It was always kind of like a, a, a weird kind of zombie feeling around there. But that's moved into the Woodland Hills. That's moved into Silver Lake. And w- why? To me, the real the real explanatory variable is housing prices. So what I see, I do a lot of homeless outreach in my neighborhood. And what I see when I talk to people who are experiencing homelessness is that a lot of them are people who are struggling with all kinds of things. They may be struggling with domestic violence. They may be struggling with uh, drug addiction. They may be struggling with mental illness, whatever they're struggling with. 10 years ago, that's a person that could stay in their house. You know, they were paying lower rents. Mm-hmm. A landlord would forgive them if they had a personal crisis that made them miss a rent. Now people are one check away. One check away. And and because our vacancy rates are so low, there's almost no vacancy. And because there's such an upside to getting someone out and having a new tenant come in, people who are at the most vulnerable end of the spectrum are falling into homelessness at rates that are incredibly high in Los Angeles. And fast, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, so much of that is really due to this. This So so I think what we need to be doing is, is, is you know, it's not just an affordable housing crisis. I think there's so many other issues that are, that people who are homeless are dealing with when mm-hmm. they're on the streets. But if you ask me why the numbers have gone up so much, I would say that is the biggest explanatory variable. What could we do? Yeah, what, what can you get us up First on First of doing? all, l- let me ask you a question. Should we give money when we see somebody? 
Uh, I think that's that's your, been... that's your call. Okay. I think you should do as you you feel on that. I don't have a strong opinion either way. Okay. Yeah. But, what, a, but a lot of people I know, by the way, um, in L.A., they carry things in their car that they can give out, which are also really useful. Oh, that's like, good. For example, that's a good idea. Okay, yeah. So um, a friend of mine carries socks and uh, beanies mm-hmm. in the winter. Um, Women's products? and Yeah, men, uh, you know, yeah. Personal hygiene products yeah. for women. Um, little snack bars. Man, I'm not, to be honest, it, this is going to sound very stupid. I have never thought of that. Yeah. I've never really Same. thought of the idea of being Same. like, oh, socks are so... I mean, you could get Target socks for oh, a couple packs, of dollars. Yeah. yeah, packs for a dollar. You would just be able to hand them out. It feels better than just repeatedly giving money over and over again. I, I feel like you would be... That would be a, a smart move. Yeah, I think yeah. it feels really good, and people always want a clean pair of socks. Yeah. They always do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's a really good thing to have in your car if you... You know, if you're constantly approached at a particular intersection or something like that. And what? And you've worked in more grassroots areas like yes. that as well before in the past, correct? Things well, that people could maybe do if they yes. wanted to uh, address this problem in a more direct way. Yeah. So when I was at home, uh, you know, I was on, I, I was, t- I have four-year-old twins, so I was at home taking oh, wow. care of them when they were little. <laughs> um, and you're I lucky know- to be alive. You can say that. <laughs> Somebody who has twins. Kevin has twins as well. You're lucky to be alive. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first couple of years, yeah. I can't just total black hole. I don't mm-hmm. even <laughs> um, when I was at home, I noticed that there was a lot more people in my neighborhood, which is Silver Lake, um, who were living in places where there never had been people living before. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few of us in the neighborhood and in surrounding neighborhoods noticed that. And so we decided that we wanted to do something. And so what we did was we got together and we started just walking from encampment to encampment and giving out water bottles and uh, breakfast bars, whatever we had. Uh, hard-boiled eggs, bananas, and just getting to know people by name and seeing what the obstacles they were facing in terms of actually getting out of homelessness. I have to be honest, I've never done that. And it's something that's so never easy to do in a way. But I think that there's a stigma behind walking up to them. Yeah, and I think that we, we did it in a very organized way. So we actually got someone to come in and do a training for us mm-hmm. from another group um, who was experienced in homeless outreach. And we did it in a way... so. I have somewhat of a strong opinion about this. There's a lot of programs where you can go out and feed people one day or give out burritos in the neighborhood or, you know, make them at home and give them out. What I'd love to encourage people to do who are in L.A. who feel who feel a lot of empathy empathy and compassion. They want to do something. And I know so many people out there want that. Mm -hmm. I would love for people to connect with programs that are actually trying to get people who are experiencing homelessness connected to services on a regular basis. Because the biggest thing that I see across the city and the thing that we learned when we were doing our outreach is that a lot of people, once they're homeless, they find it really hard to get the services and get the outreach and get the case management that they need to actually get off of the streets. Sure. And in most parts of the city, there isn't that regular outreach. There isn't that regular case management that's going out. There's some, but it's not as regular as it so needs to be. So who do we send people to? Give me some names of... So uh, the homeless coalition that I helped to found is called SELA, mm-hmm. and it uh, serves a big region of the city, stretching from Los Feliz all the way down to Cypress Park. There's a place in North Hollywood that does a drop-in center, which is really exciting. Um, it's called the NoHo Home Alliance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can go there. Um, there's amazing nonprofits in in the beaches that you can look up, um, St. Joseph Center and other places that are doing amazing programs. But I would encourage people to connect to programs that are creating systems through which people can actually repeatedly make contacts with case managers and actually 
move through the process. Actually make of, progress. Yeah, actually make progress. Yeah, you that's know? amazing. Yeah, and I think going out and the way we design CELA locally, we've actually gotten hundreds of volunteers to come through the program. You mm-hmm. know, so many residents in the area. And it is a transformative experience for a lot of people because, like you said, a lot of people have fear to yeah. go talk to people. Yeah. You know, they are afraid to go and approach them. Or they might just feel shy, like they don't want to disturb somebody who's out there, even but, if they uh, want. But also, there's a real awkward. I don't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's there's a feel- real difficult. Like, hey, what's going on with you? Right. I guess that'd probably be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I also like bringing something like socks. Do you, would you yeah. want socks? You know, I feel yeah. like that's kind of an icebreaker in, in, a, in a way. And it's just like you know, rather than trying to kick them off the street, there is a different approach to do it and i think that's why nithya was so important to come in today so if people want to learn more about that organization is there a website for sila yes yeah, uh sila nhc.org and how's it spelled spell? yeah. s-e-l-a-h-n-h-c okay. great and also you can follow nithya on uh, social media you i see you contact with people all the time that have questions about these things it is n-i-t-h-y-a-v-a-r-a-m-a-n nithya v raman r-a-m-a-n and again, I just wanted people to hear that there are ways that you can help on a grassroots level just from your house. That's fantastic. And your area. So thank you for coming in. Thank you for having get me. Get up on Nithya. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs> get up, get on up. On this. 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 Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. Carol Q. Look, we provide services that we don't like to brag about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we're humble. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we, we are. We might be the most humble people on the planet. But we are heroes and saviors. Correct. Right. Yes. We, we are life coaches as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't know that. Correct. We are certified life coaches. Wherever you get your certification, we went there and got certified. <laughs> wherever that does, wherever that happens, we did it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But if you have a, a problem, then you can call us, and we will give you some great life advice. Yes. I don't... Did anyone hear that beep? It's a weird, like, high-pitched noise. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. This is fun. Huh. Figured okay. that out This is air. exactly <laughs> what Marconi expected when he came over the radio. He's like, there will be a ringing. Everyone will stop. Everyone will talk about it. Figure out how to fix it. Yep. And it won't be fixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's bring in listener Rachel. Okay. Good morning, Rachel. Hi, good morning. Hi. Thanks for writing us. Uh, thanks for recognizing our wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and our ability to help as life coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I go to you guys for. Right, you know? exactly. Obviously. Uh, can we, what is it that we can help you? Like, what, what are you looking for before you even tell us your problem? Like, what is, what is, what is it you need from us? I mean, besides guidance. Yeah, I uh, just. Uh, I don't know. Just an unbiased opinion. Somebody outside of the situation. Uh, all right. We you are guys de- may do. God, we are definitely that. We can do that. All right. Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> so what's the question? Yeah. So my brother's getting married in July. And um, his the maid of honor told him that instead of a speech of the wedding, she's planning on doing a rap. Oh! <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, God. Oh. Yes. No. Oh, no. What do you mean, yeah. no? This is the best thing ever. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Right. She's going to rap. Is, uh, your guys' mixed opinions is, like, exactly my internal thought process. Okay. Of, like, that's incredible, but oh, no. So the Kevin side of you says, yes, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. The Jensen side of you yeah. says, oh, no. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And my brother was immediately like, oh, no, because she's, I don't know, we're super white. We're from Michigan. Right. She's, like, like, country music, that's. I'm, I'm counting on it being bad. Yeah, I guess it is. It, it is <laughs> exactly. important to get out of the way. The friend is not Missy Elliott. 
Yeah. Oh my God! Is the friend no, Missy Elliott? No. What if the friend was Missy no. Elliott. No. Okay, it's not Missy. That would be so cool. Okay, right. that's important to address. So, have, you, have you ever heard her rap before? No, I've actually never even met her before. Okay. Mm. I mean, what um, if she listen, listen to Rachel? What if she wows the crowd, and then the DJ's like, honestly, let's just do some songs. <laughs> At the, what if she kills? It's like Wedding 8 Mile. Yeah. Uh, it's in yeah. Michigan. Yeah, no, it is in Michigan. <laughs> right. Okay. We so, also have Kid Rock, so I don't know. Right. Oh, oh, that's true. true. <laughs> so what is, so tell me what the predicament is now. You're trying yeah. to wonder to say no, try to jump in the middle of this. But wait, your brother knows. Yeah. Your brother knows it. Yeah. So he told, he immediately was like, oh no. And he told his friends. Um, and they were all like, dude, you have to say something to <laughs> Oh, to his bride. new wife. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No. Why are all these people so, so bad? Why spoil such a I beautiful surprise? <laughs> right. So <laughs> that we we are like torn between if this should just, we should just like let this happen and let it be super cringy and everybody just be like, okay. Or if we should give her a heads up about it. I don't think you give her a heads up because this is her. It's obviously her best friend. Correct. The maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Right. She's not going to do anything mm-hmm. that will embarrass her to the point where it ruins the wedding. Oh, that's yes, not necessarily true. It might be. It might be a little cringy, but that's her best friend up there. So you're saying worked she... on something probably really hard and wants it to be fun. So you're I, saying the maid of honor yeah. knows the bride well enough yes. to know that this that would okay. go Absolutely. over. I well. guarantee you, it's starting with my name is Susie, and I'm here to say. I, I, hope, I hope so. Guarantee I hope so. Yeah, it. Probably. Do you know her first name? Brandy. 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 Oh, my even better. Is, my name is Brandy, and I'm here to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. So I the think question you is, let do you it tell play the bride? Out. You let it play out. Okay. Mm. We can do that. Well, I, I think Jensen, Jensen disagrees. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. This is the most important day of her life. Mm-hmm. This is something that you plan for so long. You want it to go perfect. Mm-hmm. And for someone to be like... My name is Brandy. I'm the new Nicki Minaj in the middle of your wedding ceremony. No, it's at the reception. It's the speech when everyone's so bored. And has been drinking. Is there, yes. Do we know if she's bringing out like a boom box and pressing play? Like, is it a whole I, bit? I have no idea. Kid and what play I'm here. thinking I might do is sort of like suss out at the bachelorette party, see if I can get like a preview. Right. Why don't you come spit a, spit a quick 16 for me? Right. Right. Let's have a cipher. Uh, okay. I am I am under I'm gonna say, and I know that you're looking for one united answer, but I'm not sure that these life coaches give it to you. I'm gonna say yeah. you might want to say something. So it comes down to Kevin mm. to give you the final word as Rachel. How often yep. does something happen that you will remember the rest of your life? Amen. Amen, Kevin. Right? That is you a just, great point. You just mm-hmm. want the wedding to go on and just be a random wedding and it's just generic and no one remembers it? Yeah. Let Brandy live. Let Brandy rap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, then I guess you, you've heard our answer. Okay, yeah. I'll tell my family. I'll let Excellent. everyone know. Her and name, also yeah. call, call, uh, record it somehow. Oh, please. You oh, Can you please record it? Record we'll it on it. video and then send it to us. I mean, yeah. why don't we I'll, go yeah. live from the wedding in July? <laughs> Let's do this. A remote. <laughs> All right, we have yes, spoken. I'll do what I can. All right, fantastic. Yes, thank you very much. Life, thank you, life coaches. That's life coaches, awesome. right. Yeah, sure. It's Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Kevin in the Morning. Kevin. The world famous K-Rock. I don't know why I thought that the Google commercials would go away after the Super Bowl, but for some reason I did. I thought for sure it was just a one-time thing. Right. Because Super Bowl commercials that get a lot of attention, they don't just keep running. Right. Most of the time. I was surprised that during the Oscars, they ran the Google commercial again. Yeah. 
and during the some sad ones. some sports games too. Yes. Uh, this commercial sort of bums you out. Yeah. Hey Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> Remember, Loretta loved going to Alaska and scallops. Scallops. And show me photos from our anniversary. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. Allie, stop crying. Play our favorite movie. Remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Come on, boy. And a dog in the dog You guys, he's Lor- losing his memory. He just Listen. wants to remember all the wonderful things about Loretta. Loretta never existed. She never existed. Well, that this was, just, see, that's Kevin's theory yeah. is that this woman never existed. It was yeah. just a figment of his imagination. I was in a Korean barbecue place watching the Super Bowl crying. Yeah. Tears actually rolling down my face. Kevin is the one making a joke out of it. But then that got me thinking, <laughs> oh, that would be funny because what if it pulled out and Loretta was on the ground and there was like a blunt force to the head with blood oh, coming out of the back? You're of all from hell. Because well, we're just saying what if. We don't ex- know. There's only one explanation, and that's that Loretta is him. What, like Fight what? Club? Yeah. He's Loretta, Loretta is him. He dresses as Loretta? Yes, he and pe- his family's like, stop dressing as Loretta, Gramps. It's weird. <laughs> so this is his way. Hadn't thought of that yet. Of, yeah, he's Loretta. I also had another one where yeah. he's doing this. Loretta slowly tiptoes up. Yeah. Uh, you, he doesn't hear her. To hug him? No. Yeah, she snap, sure. snaps his neck like Van Damme style. <laughs> From just behind. Just quick turn. Just And then he's dead. And then she I mean, sneaks all, out. All great theories. These are good theories. But I... I, I'm happy to report to you guys that Google has a new commercial that does give you the whole story. Oh, yeah. Wow. Great. We don't have to guess anymore. No. All right. Hey, Google, show me pictures of me and Loretta. Oh, I love those pictures. Google, remember that Loretta and I loved going to the drive in. Remember that Loretta thought OJ Simpson was innocent. Oh. Are you sure she thought that? Yes, I am. Please remember it. Okay. Show me photos of Loretta and I hiding that Malaysian plane. (laughs) Oh, we had so much fun that day. Did you kill all those people? Google, play our song. Oh, yes, our good friend R. Kelly. We spent many a night at his house with imprisoned teens. This seems problematic. And remember, I'm the luckiest man in the world. Dad, we're about to have dinner. What are you doing? Oh, I'm having Google remember things for me about Loretta. Who's Loretta? Mom and I are waiting for you in the kitchen. Oh, I wish I would have left her for Loretta. (laughs) She was way hotter. It's my biggest regret, Google. Remember that. Come on, Dad. (laughs) I mean, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. That is awful. I mean, for you, (laughs) for him, him, he has regrets that he's thinking back on. Right? He hit the Malaysian plane. Well, that's all detailed. It was in R. Kelly's house. Again, these are are specifics. Loretta thinks OJ is innocent. Let the man live. Let her die. Unbelievable. She, she's dead? Well, I've, yeah. I mean, listen. It's Wait, like, there's some died? backstories we haven't worked out. Okay. But I'm just saying, let the man miss Loretta. All right. Okay. All right. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. L.A. and O.C.'s Alternative Rock. K-Rock. K-Rock. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So when you talk, you can hear it over the song. <laughs> I'm what on orange, guys. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. I it's feel happened like, a couple times. Yes, but I feel like this we week, are potting the mics up We're sooner not. than we ever have. It was five seconds left in the song. Honestly, five seconds for you. I like to let a song play out. <laughs> <laughs> she likes hearing the final note. Yes. Like at the end when they're like, good job, Dexter. And he's like, hey, thanks, Noodles. Like they have a conversation they don't have at, a the, conversation end of that song. at the end of that Everyone song. Everyone knows that. Okay. This radio person is the whole problem. She really is. That's correct. All right. <sighs> Allie, what's happening? I'm on the orange mic. Okay, good. I need mm-hmm. y'all to know that. Thanks for telling us that during the song. Guys, there's something huge happening. Okay. It's a new one-day festival called Cruel World, set to take place May 2nd at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. You might know that as StubHub Center. It's changed. A lot of people didn't know that. It changed a year ago. So what's wrong with you? Why don't you know that it's Dignity Health Sports Park? <laughs> well, a lot of people may not go there, but Galaxy fans know that because that's where the Galaxy play. Yeah. I immediately, when I saw that Cruel, Cruel World Fest existed, I Googled Dignity Health Sports Park <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's happening in Carson. The lineup boasts quite the array of new wave, goth, post-punk, bands like Morrissey. Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Echo and the Bunnymen, the Psychedelic Furs, Violent Femmes, PIL, the Church English Beat. She wants revenge. <gasps> Weezer. No, she loves Jezebel, Berlin, Missing Persons. Are you kidding me with this lineup? It does you guys? sound great. May second again happening. Room five. No, these are great vintage K Rock bands, wonderful bands, as well as she wants revenge. That's a, a little like new for you. Which John I Bon Jovi. Again, I just read Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, those bands. Jackson mm. Brown. Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February 14th at noon. There is a pre-sale that will start February 13th at noon as well. Fans can register for a pre-sale code via the festival's website, which is cruelworldfest.com. This is the most exciting thing I have heard in a long time, you guys. Sounds mm-hmm. like a great show. And I feel like maybe the the group putting it on, they know some things about putting on a festival. Um, it's Golden Voice, mm. which is behind Coachella, Stagecoach, um, every show I've ever wanted to go to. So congrats to you guys. <laughs> Looks like you got another success in your hands. <laughs> Gosh, I can't wait for this. 
I cannot wait. I posted about this, and my phone blew up from friends that moved away from L.A. and were mm-hmm. like, I'll fly back in for that weekend. I'm like, cool. People think I'm going to get them tickets and let them stay at my house. Oh, by the way, you're going to pick them up from the airport, too. Oh, yeah. this yeah. just said mm-hmm. none of that is happening. Mm. On a bike. What? On a bike. Like a little bicycle. Like, you got to pick them up. They're going to be on your uh, pegs on the back. Where's their luggage going to go? They hold it. Hold it. On okay. their head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, you don't need luggage for this show. Just show up with your sadness. An <laughs> eyeliner. You need baggage. That's what you need. Not luggage. (laughs) You say that. But there's really only a couple real gothy bands. I mean, English Beat. You're never sad during English Beat. No, but I mean... The Psychedelic Furs, never sad. Morrissey's not like delight, you know what I mean? Again, Morrissey won't be there. (laughs) Um, Morrissey is uh, one of the headliners, but don't let that sway you from going. Mm -hmm. Because the rest of the bands are... I mean, this is a killer lineup. This sounds amazing. Killer, you guys. I recently saw the Psychedelic Verse. Mm-hmm. And they were amazing. And you know my feelings about Echo and the Bunnymen. Sure. This is like my this is like my pretty and pink dream. They said, "Let's make a music festival for Allie." And they did. Again. That is a man playing a PVC pipe. Mm-hmm. He will not be there. Damn. Thank God. I don't know that he won't be there. He could I mean, buy a he ticket. He could be in the audience. And You're right. Buy a ticket and he could play along. Knock, nope. knock. Who's there? Morrissey. Morrissey who? There's no one there when you look. Like, you think he's okay. there and then you open the door and he's not there. Because he cancels a lot. It's hard to tell that joke. Is... It's hard to tell that joke. I'm honest. But but I, but I you get the point. But you did it. I get it. I yeah. get it. You swung for the fences. Thank you. Gotta give you credit for that. Thank you. Again, May 2nd mm-hmm. is when it's all going down. Cruel world. There's nothing cruel about this land. <laughs> I love everything about it, you guys. What does it mean the grounds of Dignity Health Park? Because there are soccer fields around it. There's a tennis court there. I think that More this than is one not stage? just going to be a show. This is going to be like a festival, like food trucks, everything. Face painters, Maybe more than one, one stage, maybe? Like, oh, a clown that's like, let me guess your age. Like that type of thing. Maybe more than one stage? Listen, I don't know any of this <laughs> information. not listening to a word I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just coming up with my favorite things in yeah. a festival. A clown that's like, I know how much you weigh. Which, by the way, will you guys please catch up on um, Sunday night? Curb? Curb. I'm like two behind. Okay, I'm, I'm catch, up. catch up. Catch yeah. up. Oh, People mistaking Jeff Garland for Harvey Weinstein it's is a very funny thing. One of the funniest runner, yeah. things. Absolutely. It's very but good. Him using a Make America Great hat to repel people is also funny. Amazing. Know, yes. And then Amazing. actually entering the political conversation when Donald Trump retweeted a clip from it. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's a crazy show. Yep. Good season. It's good times, you guys. Timothy Oliphant is uh, back this past Sunday. So oh. enjoy that, All right. guys. I Je- think he's a pussy. No, he's mm. wonderful. He's one of my favorite actors. Jesse Smollett, not one of my favorite actors, was indicted yesterday in Chicago more than a year after the actor allegedly staged a hate crime attack against himself. Cancelled. The six-count indictment brought by Special Prosecutor Dan Webb stems from the alleged January 2019 hoax attack. It charges him with making four separate false reports to the Chicago police. So, here's here's why this is kind of weird timing. This guy, Dan Webb, the Special Prosecutor, is apparently up for um, re-election. Mm-hmm. So people are wondering why right now they're doing this. It does seem like odd timing. It does seem like odd timing, but also it shouldn't go away. He should be held accountable Agreed. for something. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It's all very odd. We need to be able to trust people who come forward and say something has happened. Absolutely. We need to be able to trust them. This yeah. guy's ruining, ruining that. it for them. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Yeah. 
So they're setting the record straight, guys. The Academy revealed their reason for failing to feature the likes of Luke Perry, Cameron Boyce, a bunch of other people sitting <laughs> Didn't not, bring him, uh, him out. Not Richie Valens. Uh, in the In Memoriam segment on their Oscars on February 9th. I, so I see this being tweeted yesterday, setting the record straight. So I read it and I was like, oh, I must have missed where they set the record straight. Then I'd look at another article that said the Academy is setting the record straight. I'd read their announcement and I thought, okay, no, this is their announcement. This is not setting the record straight. Hmm. Would you like to hear what they said? Yes. Quote, the Academy receives hundreds of requests to include loved ones and industry colleagues in the Oscars in memoriam segment. An executive committee representing every branch considers the list and makes selections for the telecast based on limited available time. All the submissions are included on Oscar.com and will remain on the site throughout the year. What? Why not just put out, we're setting the record straight, we didn't put them in, didn't have time, didn't think it was necessary. They're saying, in effect, they didn't need to. That's exactly what That's I got bogus. from that. Yeah. Really gross, right? Huh. Great garbage. Yeah. It's awful. Stephen A. Smith hates it. And when he hates something, I have a hard time hating it as well. <laughs> but for this, I do hate it. Do Bad. hate it, guys. Some birthdays for you. Josh Brolin, Arsenio Hall, Christine Ricci, and Mike Posner. And that's what's happening. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. K-Rock. Alternative Rock. Carol QFM. Jensen, how do we get into the topic of you cried in front of a stranger? Well, you know, with all this Loretta talk, yeah. I had admitted during the Super Bowl that at uh, Ace Gogi in West Hills, I was sitting there watching the Super Bowl, eating some great Korean barbecue, and said, what's this? Watched the commercial, mm-hmm. started reading the closed captions, couldn't even hear the sound. Oh, really? Just by reading the commercial, tears started to roll down my eyes. I was crying in public. I was in a room of 50 people, and that pretty much happened to all of us. Uh, even and then you. the joke started. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we had talked about uh, sort of being in public and crying and what situations we've been in. Mm-hmm. And recently, I admitted to you, mm-hmm. both of you, mm-hmm. my co-hosts, my peers, mm-hmm. That uh, he didn't say friends. He didn't nope. notice that. Peers, <laughs> peers, coworkers. I uh, w- once in my life, about twelve years ago, was diagnosed with brain tumors. Mm-hmm. They uh, at, seemed very scary. They were on my midbrain, right in the middle. Of course, they're scary. What they, are you talking about? Seem scary. <laughs> they could not open up my head and remove them, which they would have done if they were in other spots. Mm-hmm. And so, over the next ten years, I would get. Uh, MRIs and CAT scans and stuff, and they would check to see if they grew or multiplied at any point. Mm -hmm. Good news, they haven't. All right, good. Still get checked about twice a year, but they seem to be dead uh, tumors. Uh, Things that could have been even from my juvenile, from from my young years. Congenital. Congenital. It's not Mm -hmm. a big deal, but they still have to watch them. But when I found out that they they found these lesions, these white marks on my midbrain, uh, I didn't sleep for about six days. It was... What's that now? I what is it? What's the lesion thing? No, it's what he's no, talking about. Oh, thing. what's the same, same thing? thing. Okay. <laughs> Kevin thought I gave myself another disease. Yeah, I was like, and what then the hell? they found lesions. And then they found lesions. Oh my god. Kevin starts crying. Yeah. So, <laughs> I I remember finding out and then having to do errands 
because I had to do some things. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had to drop off something at this box store that I also use as sort of a post office. Mm -hmm. Drop off mail. And it's actually your your box place too, right? It's my favorite place. I love the people that work there and now I love them even more. On Beverly. What are we talking about? Who has a favorite box store? I do too. It's very handy. Yeah, it's very handy. (laughs) So I I had walked in and this old couple, they're just so sweet. They they asked me how I'm doing and they've seen me every day for a while and they Mm -hmm. said, how are you doing? And I go, not well. And they go, why? And I go, they, they, and I tell them the story. They found mm-hmm. these. And I just start bawling, just crying. Cause I had how really, old? Oh, how old am I? Mm-hmm. At that point. About 12 years ago. So I'm in my late twenties. Oh, okay. And I'm just crying. And this, this woman and this man, married couple mm-hmm. walk over Said, to me. Get out. No, no. They mm-hmm. held me. What? In the middle of the store. They both hugged me. Right. Circled around me. And then for maybe a couple of years in a row, they would say, how's everything going with your head? And then I'd get to give them up. To- no, Kevin. Yeah. What? Kevin, they were very sweet. Hot, no, though. they were very sweet. Were they hot? No, they, they were hot? very sweet and kind. They held me. I cried. And since then, we've had a connection that was close uh, ever since. They it's always beautiful. ask me how I'm doing. And we have that. But I did, it did get us asking, how many times have you cried in public in a place? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in front of strangers. Yes. I, We're going to take your calls at 1-800-520-1067. You cried in front of a complete stranger. Or, or in just public in front of yeah, people. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You guys have met me. Mm-hmm. Right. You cry I, a lot. I cry. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am very sensitive about other people's um, sadness and needs, and I, I feel a lot of empathy towards people. However, there are certain songs that I hear. If it's at a grocery store, if it's at a J.C. Oh, Penny, songs. I don't care. I am balling. This happened um, at a gas station. Brickhouse? No, the song no. Brickhouse? Okay. Close. No, they played the music at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Everyone can hear it as they're filling up. Right. No one else was bawling to Mike and the Mechanics, the living years. Like, <laughs> I, was, I mean, bawling. And this guy looked over. He was at the next little gas pump next to me, and he's like, are you going to be all right? And I was like, oh, my God, his dad. He just wishes he was alive to tell him. This is insane. Did the guy immediately get in his car and drive away? He uh, he made a mad dash. Mm-hmm. He was out of there. But, yeah, I, I mean, I was bawling at a gas station filling up my car. <laughs> I mean, that it's sounds insane. sad. It's, it's insane. It does sound sad. This 89 is so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> when it says you need to do this kind of unleaded, do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but there are times, I guess, in public, like me, you leave a doctor's yeah. office, yeah. you hear bad news, and then you're just, you're talking to the box lady. Absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, she has a name, and she's like your second mom, and I feel like this is sad. <laughs> All right, let's take a phone call right now, and then we're going to take your at 1-800-520-1067. I'm going to start with Helen in Garden Grove. Good morning, Helen. How are you? We are good. Thank you. How are you? Good, good. So mine was just recently uh, with the Kobe Bryant passing. Yeah. Uh, mostly all week I was pretty ice cold about it. I'm like, how insensitive am I? Like, I haven't even cried yet. Um, Hold on. So you felt bad about the fact that it wasn't affecting you more? Yes, that I hadn't broken down yet. Right. Um, So that Friday night, we go out to dinner, sitting at the bar, watching Memorial, and with my cocktail, I'm boo-hoo. And this lady next to me just comes and rubs my back. She's like, it's just unbelievable. And I said, look at me. I'm like, it's just hitting me. (laughs) So with a total stranger, I'm like crying. She goes, it's okay, honey. And I'm like, it's so horrible. (laughs) Yeah. If you're in an L.A. bar that week, I, I just turn the TVs off. Because it's like yeah, that yeah. was all that was being covered. Yeah, it gets to be so, too much. And I, we even, yeah. like I wasn't even a Kobe fan and I was sitting there crying watching the coverage. I had to stop going through Instagram for a while just because there were so many posts from so many people about yeah. Kobe. But yeah, I'm glad that you, your heart grew two sizes bigger that day. <laughs> yeah, Helen. Good job, Grinch. 
<laughs> Thank you for the call. 1-800-520-1067. We will take your calls next. Carol QFM. It's Kevin in the morning. The world famous K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. We are talking about you cried in front of a total stranger. Mike is on the line from Riverside. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, everyone. How are you? We are good. Thank you. You cried in front of a stranger. Yes. A um, little context. I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, but they broke up before I was born. Anyway, I saw them down. I saw Robert Plant, excuse me, down in Caboo in San Diego a couple years back, mm-hmm. and the emotion got to me right after the show was over. So I just let it out, and a couple of uh, people came up to me saying, hey, oh, my gosh, you all right? My wife, my loving wife, a few feet away, oh, don't mind him. He's being a big baby, being a big pansy. He's going to be fine. <laughs> and that broke the tension after a minute, but I'm like, seriously? Really? This doesn't that, give you street cool? cred. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is mocking you. That's hilarious. Absolutely mocking me. Hmm. Mike, right I say let it out. If you feel emotion about seeing Robert Plant, you cry all you want, Mike. That was macho. Do it. <laughs> Do it, Mike. Thanks. Thank you for the call. We are talking about you cried in front of a total stranger. Uh, Gretchen is on the line from Receding. Good morning, Gretchen. <laughs> Good morning. How are you guys? We are great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually walking through the playground of the school I work right now. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm a kid's librarian. I work at a school, and there's this book called City Dog Country Frog by Mo Willems, mm-hmm. and um, I actually get a little upset talking about it. So it's written by a family, and it's about a dog who goes to the country and visits his frog friend. And then one season he comes back and the frog's not there. And um, it's because the frog has passed away. And so it's like the cycle of life, but there's a different frog there. That sounds like a terrible book. And so when I'm reading it, I, I'll be reading it to like third graders and I'll be like, and then the, the dog comes back. And I've had kids be like, Miss Gretchen, it's okay. I'll take over. Really? Like, no, Your students have yeah. taken over for you. That's sad. Yeah, I'm just mom in the hallway who gave it to me she's like i can't talk about that book (laughs) maybe steer clear of that book yeah you're teaching kids about grief and the cycle of life and you're like oh god it's awful (laughs) (laughs) kind of rough but it's beautiful i love it thank you gretchen for the call we appreciate it uh let's go to christy in mission viejo good morning christy hello hi there you cried in front of strangers I did. It was so embarrassing. I was at the grocery store, and I did my shopping, and then I had gone up, and I couldn't find my phone. I went out to my car, looking all over for it, so I'm like, great, it's in the store somewhere. Trey saw my steps, couldn't find it. Walked back up to the the checkout lady, and I'm like, did I leave my phone here? I can't find it. She's like, no, but, you know, give us a phone number to call. We'll tell you if we find it. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need my phone right now. And she's like, well, everybody needs their phone. I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need my phone. I'm having surgery tomorrow, and I just lost it. I started bawling, and she didn't even know what to do. She just stood there looking at me. Like, I can't produce your phone just because you need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, but wow. then it was so nice. The guy that was standing there checking out, he had, like, a three- and a five-year-old boys, and he's like, give me your phone number. He's like, let's just start walking around and calling it. It's got to be here somewhere. And he did. He, like, walked the entire store with me for, like, ten minutes. Just kept calling it. His boys were, like, looking around in the produce store oh, nice. for it. That's really nice. And uh, so? Yeah, it was embarrassing. You found it? 
We did. She's like, I'm calling on it right I, now, you idiot. <laughs> well, she bought a new one, I thought. <laughs> but where, where did she you buy a new one? Where did you find well, it? Well, we did find it, and uh, it was in the, 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 like the meat section. Like, I had set it down. In the meat section? Like, in the meat section, yeah. But uh, and then I started crying because I was so happy that he was so helpful, and he's like, "You can stop crying now." I'm like, "No, now I'm crying because I'm just so thankful for you." I mean, this is the ultimate. Wow, not a me cute. Cute. Yeah. Oh, 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 file right. No. I mean, whatever. It was fine. <laughs> no, I love that, Allie. Okay, okay. so don't take it back. Doesn't matter. Even, okay, she All can right. call back. Or we're doing. Would you like to take that back? Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Christy, for the call. We appreciate that. Uh, all right, let's go to Anna. In Los Angeles. Good morning. Hello. Going Anna? once, going twice. Zana? Check the meat section for your phone. <laughs> Zan on the phone? Uh, no. Nope. All right. Aww. Let's go to Eddie in Los Angeles. Good morning, Eddie. Morning, party people. Morning. Hi, Allie. Hey. So you cried in front of strangers. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was more like tears running down my face, so I was there uh, that's, at... As no, opposed that's to crying? It's definitely crying. That's the definition of crying. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was... I was there at No Doubt's last show at the Rise Wireless Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've gone to that place for so many years for, you know, all kinds of concerts, including the K-Rock Wingie Rose. Same. You know, I've had... And, you know, I've had many memories there, whether it's, you know, getting lucky with girls, having great times with friends, or just going nuts in the mosh pit... And, you know, there's just something intimate about being at that venue. And so when I was there at No Doubt's last show, I was actually not even inside. I was outside the venue just hearing the music. What? What? You just from outside? Wait, you didn't go in to see the show? Hello? Check the meat section, Eddie. <laughs> she was like, oh, are you okay? And we just had this converse- bunch of conversations about the place. And, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, so that, that's the reason why. Um, at least I, I cried in front of a stranger. Uh, I mean, we missed a lot of the meat of that, unfortunately. But you were outside the venue is the, <laughs> is the part I'm focusing on because that's super weird. Okay, thank you for calling, though. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dylan, who is calling from Los Angeles. Good morning, Dylan. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good, thank you. Cried in front of strangers. Uh, yeah, this was a couple of years ago. Um, I was on an airplane and uh, I was watching a movie. And I had my headphones on, and nobody else was watching that movie. Right. Because uh, it was The Secret Life of Bees. <laughs> the Secret Life which, of Bees, right. It's a sad movie, right. I, I, was that Queen Latifah and Oprah or something? I, mean, you I can't watched even remember. It, <laughs> we don't know. Was it Dylan? <laughs> was it that you couldn't see through your tears? We didn't. Uh, yes. That, that, that is Will Smith uh, is a producer of it. But, yeah, they, they have a, Dakota Fanning's in it. Paul Bettany, Jennifer Hudson. And what's sad Queen about Latifah. it? What's sad about it? Uh, I, I, to be honest, I don't even remember. I was, <laughs> I was watching it, and I started crying. And there was nobody else on the plane watching it because it was one of those, uh, you know, pick your own movies right. on the airplane. Sure. And I had my headphones on, and just I'm just like crying in my seat and shaking. And the guy next to me is just looking. I'm six one, two twenty, and they're just like, "What the hell is wrong with this guy?" So uh, yeah, I was uh, I couldn't wait to get off that plane, but there was another four <laughs> hours of the flight. <laughs> so you watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm all about them bees. Right, right. sure. Obviously. Sure. Uh-huh. It's Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock, K-Rock. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Jeff Probst mm -hmm. has joined us in studio as we talk about kicking off the 40th season 40th Unreal. of Survivor. It's nuts. That sounds like a parody. Like they would make that joke on SNL. Oh, the 40th season, but that's the real number. You know, it's funny you say that. We do these film festivals on location where crew members make like three-minute movies. And about 10 years ago, somebody made one. My dad was visiting. They put him in my clothes. And they and they did, I think it was like the 70th season. Sure. And uh, But it was kind of to your point. It's like that'll never happen. It's on its way. This is the 20-year anniversary of the right. show. Right. Unbelievable. It is. Kevin and Bean at the time yeah. said, you're not going to make it past one season. Well, I've been talking Look. to these guys Look. for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. We did. After the first season, we were like, well, that they can't top that. So that's over. Right. After season one. Right. So we were a little bit off by that. How much of that final episode in season one has played into this folklore? Because it was one of the greatest moments in television yeah. with, I, you know, I wouldn't give you water or whatever it was, right. the Richard Hatch stuff. It was... A, a real a reality show moment that still hasn't been topped. You know, Rudy, my favorite. I love Rudy. Going to your point. All right, yeah. I, I had a bit of a cough there. Sorry. Um, going to your point, I've never thought about that in that way, but you're right. I think it was because we wanted Rudy to win. Mm -hmm. Right. He was a 72-year-old Navy SEAL, yep. America's Amazing. hero. Yeah. Nobody wanted Richard Hatch yeah. to win. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that moment was so big and turned out to be arguably the best thing that could have ever happened. Yeah. yeah. It set the tone. Yeah. You can't predict what's going to happen on this exactly. show. Exactly. Anybody yeah. can win. It's incredible. Does something uh, surprise you every single season? I guess. Um, that's a good question. I it, I used to get surprised by the human behavior of it, but sure. now I've realized. Now you're used to it? Well, <laughs> now, just, now you know everyone's garbage. <laughs> it's not even that. It's that we aren't that complicated. We we behave the way we behave because yeah. we think it's the right thing to yeah, do. And then true. we sit at home and go, who does that? That guy does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and is. Um, it has to be crazy to see all of the pe people that are convinced 1,000% that they can play this Every game. single person yeah. that we put on the show believes they will win. And and not even just like hopeful. No, certain. It. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we do this game where 
when we put our group together, we will have all sorts of little codes of what we think, like, is this person a likable winner if they Mm -hmm. get to the end? But one of the things we look at is who can win. And out of the 20, we usually feel like it's maybe eight or ten. Really? Which is a lot, yeah. Because so the other ten are convinced they're going to win, but you guys are like, there's no way that's going to happen. Just as a human, you look at it and go, I just don't think your personality is going to be the type that in the end they will give it to you. So your chances seem to be not that high. We've been wrong, but sure. You've got to be betting with the other producers and everyone. (laughs) Like, Who's going to do it? Not you know no gambling going on. No, no, come no. on. No, I mean honestly, he doesn't want to be banned from the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know, but we <laughs> survive Hall of Fame. <laughs> just him and like Pete Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah. I, in the beginning, yeah. for sure, you'd be like, "This is going to happen." Yeah. But now, I mean, we you have been on twenty know. years. We don't yeah. even care. What? The yeah. format <laughs> is no. I mean that. I don't mean that we don't care. But the format so of the show is just let them figure it out, yeah. and let's just tell their let story. Let it play yeah. out. Yeah. When you say that for you know twenty years or so, like when you audition for this right like was it ever in your mind that this was gonna be the thing that attaches to your name forever like this is your obituary term i hate to bring that up to you it It is survivor host so when i die it's gonna be the tribe has spoken probst is gone (laughs) he's got it uh but that is a crazy thought the thing you auditioned for this weird reality show will will is a big defining moment yeah well i will say when i heard the idea i was driving on the 405 here Mm -hmm. in la on uh, Mark Burnett was on a radio show talking about this bizarre idea. I'm going to abandon 16 people and force them to live together and vote each other out. Right. I did. I did connect immediately. Really? And yeah. I'm. You I thought that's it. for me. That's for me. All right. That's a cool idea. Wait, as a host or as a contestant? As a host. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know if it needed a host, but I just had an agent at the time and I called and I said, I just heard this guy talking about a show called Survivor. Can you look in to see what that might be? And then I was the first guy Burnett met with. And I, we had a two-hour interview that he talked Whoa. almost the entire time. <laughs> he didn't and, ask you any questions as those? No. Which, if you know, Mark, that's not surprising. Of course. Yeah, true. <laughs> but at the very end, I saw the clock ticking. I was like, I, I have not said a damn word. Mm-hmm. So I had a picture and resume, and I ripped it. And I said, listen, I need to tell you something. Oh, dear. <laughs> I am not. This a, sounds bad I, already. Yeah. I am not a studio guy. I'm a student of the human condition. I'm a writer, and I've been in therapy. I get this show. Right. And he goes, hey, "Very nice to meet you." I was like, "Really? Oh, oh no! That's it. Nice to meet me." And then it was like five months later Whoa. that I got a call saying it's you and one other guy. And it was, and you beat Seacrest. That's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> all that matters. Ryan out there, like getting dirty. That's another thing. The whole dirty thing. Yeah, it freaks me out. Yeah. Why would it, he it say makes... that to you? Why would he just dismiss you like that? I don't nice know. To meet because you. then later he said, no. "I knew when you left. It was you, or probably someone so else." Weird. So I don't know. Mark's a weird dude. But yeah, changed my whole life, I and he's one of my yeah. best friends now. He cold called. Yeah, essentially. Oh, That's man. amazing. I do that for every job I want now. <laughs> Hello, amazing. I want to be governor. I don't think it all can happen that way, oh, but right. it did for Jeff. Uh, you, I read, because I don't watch every season, but I know pop culturally what's going on, yeah. so I know who Boston Rob is. Right. He is a clear fan favorite, right. uh, a name that pops up in reality shows in general. He was supposed to never do this again, and now he's on the new season. Yeah, it's true. Well, he won, and his he met his wife on the show. Mm-hmm. She won, and they got paid, I think, 
a million dollars by CBS to get married on CBS. So they've made some money wow, off sure. of Survivor. But when we called him, if you know Boston Rob, he is the quintessential blue-collar guy's guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes him because he's funny. He can build a house. He can play poker. Mm-hmm. You know, He's got a hot wife and four cool kids. Mm-hmm. But I thought he was going to say no, and, and we called him, and, and I said, hey, man, I know, I know, I know the answer is no, but what if we did, like, an all-winter season, and, and he said, let me talk to Amber. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, is and then that he, your Boston? Is that your impression? No, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> did you talk I to I knew it was wait, bad. I usually do Hold him. on, do it again. Let me try again. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, hold on. Here we go. Okay. Let me. Boston God, Rob. Here's, here's Boston, Boston Rob. Rob. Here we go. Let me talk to Amber. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger his manager? Or you... <laughs> He's a little Terminator. Okay. Let me talk to Amber. A little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, much, not, good. not much. A couple you hours, lost you would get it. I have yeah. lost, lost it, it this yeah. morning. I didn't sleep last night. Oh, Maybe no. that's it. Because I'm I'm so keyed up for the K-Rock interview. <laughs> I just couldn't sleep. But... So focused. All right, we need to take a break. But when we come back, we'll talk about all of the winners mm-hmm. and how the game okay. is going to be played. There's a couple of uh, different rules this season. Maybe the second half of the interview will be better than the first well, half. Well, don't do Boston Rob. Right. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> we'll be right back. K-Rock, L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. And Jeff Probst. The 40th season of Survivor debuts tonight at 8 on CBS with a two-hour episode. Two of the best hours we've ever done. Would you say that if you were lying? <laughs> he said that every time he's come in. Okay. Well, that might be true. No, you haven't, actually. Because, But this is, without question, going to be the best season we've ever done. It's didn't, that good. Didn't you say at one point that you would never have a winner's? Yes, because I had talked to these guys over the years, and they anytime somebody wins, they're like, I'm never coming back. I won. Right. I could never win again. Don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what CBS kept saying. They said, let's do an all-winners. And I said, nobody's going to do it. And then this guy, Kelly Call, said, have you called him lately? And I said, I have not. That sounds like a very smart <laughs> producing idea. And one by one, they it's kind of that thing of when you, when you say the words, it's our 40th anniversary. Sure. 20 years. Don't you want to be a part of it? They all... So, Unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. If someone hasn't been watching so closely over the past few yeah. seasons, can they just jump in here? Yes. Okay. And I'm I've stopped hyping Survivor in terms of you should watch because we have our audience. But I will say this kids dig Survivor. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve year old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're a family and for some reason you have not figured this out, it just it connects to them. And you talk to a, when I talk to a kid, they'll go, I know I could do it. Yeah. They're eight years old. By the way, they probably could. Yeah, they probably could. <laughs> the eight-year-olds probably could. But you don't need to know their backstories. No. You tell it in the Yeah. In the oh, show. yeah. I see what you're saying. No, yeah. this is a great season to either get back in or watch for the first time. And it, it the, the premiere tonight is two hours. They're so packed that if you don't like it after 20 minutes, turn it off. You're never going to like it. This okay. is as good as it gets. Right. And Love it's it. all—it's twenty contestants, and they're—they've all won previous right. seasons. Right. One, no, first place. They've all won. They've all won a million dollars. And if you're a Survivor fan, you know that even though it is a game mm-hmm. show, it's actually this ass-kicking thirty-nine-day social experiment, human poker. It just taxes you in every way. So to win is a pretty big accomplishment. You don't get there easily, right? And you especially feel against that. other winners. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You really feel in the first few minutes that all 20 of them realize everybody here has done what I've done, and that's going to ratchet up the game. Sure. Anything you can tell us out of the ordinary this season? Uh, in the Boston Rob accent or just as yes, me? I mean, please. absolutely. I mean, I hope Come we can on, understand man. it if he does it. <laughs> no. Well, one of the things that is 
interesting is that when you play Survivor, you join this Survivor club. Now mm-hmm. you're one of the, and they go to the, all these parties like and charity mm-hmm. events. Yeah. yeah. So some of them have dated, some oh. of them have become oh. friends. Okay. And now they're on this show together and everybody knows everybody's connections. And so it's a weird meta moment that we've been on so long mm. that personal lives are now yeah. going to play out in the game. And if you've been watching Survivor, you, you know these players. And yeah. so you kind of, it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff of, well, you and I played poker together and right. they know that. And, yeah. Yeah. Do you have uh, to step it up as far as challenges because they've all, they're all winners? Yeah, we're bringing something new into the game, which is money, currency. The idea being that at, at some point, every society has a currency. You mm-hmm. stop bartering and you develop something that we all agree is worth mm-hmm. this this amount. Okay. So we're doing that. We've introduced these things called fire tokens. And and they <laughs> fire will tokens. really, uh, they're hot when you pick them up. Man. <laughs> sure. But they it really does change the game because now there's money. And money's going to change everything. And mm. that's going to usher in a new era of Survivor moving forward where money rules. And they can buy things like a snack, that type they of thing? They could. They could buy an advantage. They have to earn okay. them. Mm. It's it's complicated, but yeah. it's a whole different dynamic. Okay. Is Elizabeth Hasselbeck the most famous person to come through Survivor? Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah. People I mean, forget that that's where her origin's yep. from. Yep. Season two. I didn't or remember be that. very mad at you. Yeah. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Second was, season. She was a standout star in what, like, early second season. She tip. was. Yeah. Yeah. When Elizabeth played in the year 2000, she was this adorable young shoe designer. Mm-hmm. And every guy wanted to date her and every girl wanted to be like her. Yeah. And she... She quickly, you know, sort of got some momentum going and got a career going and obviously has a huge career. Yeah. Whether you agree with her politics or not, it's different. But she was a young girl at that point. Yeah, it's crazy. You would think, I don't know, I guess I would would think other people have come through to do entertainment, but I'm not sure a lot of them have really tried. Well, I think what it's... In the very beginning, there was this whole idea, oh, these guys are all going to be stars. They'll become famous for other things than Survivor? Yes, but I think what what people realize very quickly is... Like you guys, to host a morning show, radio show, it, it takes more than just, you know, having some charisma. It's a whole different thing. And Hold I think on, that's... I'm taking notes. I need to know this, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, like, no, you're just right. because you're it's famous easy, or yeah. you were funny on a show doesn't mean you can run a show or doesn't mean you can yeah, carry they're different something. Skills. Yeah, they're different yeah. skills. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I can see when that. When you guys can... hear those pauses... Like like a, a little momentary pause. Mm-hmm. Does any part of your brain go, somebody talk? Yeah, of what? course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Because I felt it, and I felt like <laughs> right I should then? say something. Yes. You jumped in uh, and saved we us? We should have like, we should have just, oh, no. we should have let, let it sit. Oh, I would have loved it. Right? I love those uncomfortable <laughs> moments. Yes. Oh, it would have been great. You could have suckered me. And this is $2 million this season. $2 million. No. That's, yes. That's the most you've ever given out. Yes, and it's a lot of money. That's great. That's incredible. The pressure for $2 million. For 39 days. It is a lot of dough. Wow. Do people, like, compared to past seasons, do you think that it's been amped up as to what people will do because it's more money? No, it's a pretty much hardcore game. Oh, anyway. People play Mm. very, very, very hard. Mm. And especially these people who won former seasons, of course. Yeah. Maybe they play the hardest. Yeah. Survivor is just a, it's a really, it's just really cool (laughs) adventure where you're living in a jungle for real yeah 
with the rain and rats trying to survive on a little bit of rice or maybe you can catch a fish. And then you're playing this human game of poker right. that you're man- maneuvering and cajoling and persuading and lying and, al- and then aligning with somebody and then betraying them for 39 days, 24 hours uh, every day. And it's it's exhausting and once the season is over so bad at this no this is the worst i mean you know how soft my hands are this is not for me (laughs) this is not my game this is not my game do we want to do 60 seconds yeah do it should do you know what this is i'm gonna just ask you some questions top of mind you got it what's your answer 60 seconds with jeff jeff probst if you could join the cast of any tv show past or present which would you choose sopranos if you could know when you're gonna die and how you're gonna die would you want to know Mm, it's a hot dog a sandwich no. Mm. Do you think it's weird that Tarzan has no beard? Yes. Right? It's and insane. Never thought of and that. He's an expert. Yeah. He's an expert. Right? Yeah. What's yeah. he shaving with out there? Right. If animals could talk, which one would be the biggest a-hole? Uh, the raccoon. Mm-hmm. Twizzlers oh, yeah. or red vines? Twizzlers. And please don't tell me red vines That's are the oh ones. Oh, my God. Get Twizzlers. Get Twizzlers. Get Get Should we finish? Red vines are better. Should we even finish? Did you have a nickname growing up? Portable Probst. Hmm. Why? Yeah, I, I know. And Paps Blue Ribbon because I grew up in Wichita. Our imagination was limited, and I was the shortest guy in school until like seventh probes. grade. Uh. Yeah, and then I grew to a whopping five ten. <laughs> Dog kisses on the mouth. Yes or no? God no. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes. Okay. All right. I mean, other than the Twizzler. I mean, other Jesus. than the Twizzler thing. You know, I get into this all the time, part. the Twizzler thing. That's what I want. When I'm on the plane, which is when I eat Twizzlers, I don't want red vines. In a movie, though? Yeah, in a movie. Uh, some popcorn, some, some milk duds, Sorry. junior mints. Sorry, well, you got to go. now I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for having me on oh, again. Love the Two-hour episode premieres tonight, uh, 8 p.m. CBS. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Jeff promises it's two best hours of this show yes. ever. Right. It's so good. And All portable right. probes would not lie to us. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> not if not, I'll yes, come back here and clean your studio tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> this is Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. 106.7 K-Rock QFM. Allie is here for a final look at what's happening. I feel like yesterday was all news catering to me Mm -hmm. is essentially what was happening. So you've got the huge concert happening May 2nd, the Cruel World Fest set to take place again May 2nd at the grounds at Dignity Health Sports Park in Los Angeles. Uh, Here's the lineup, you guys. Just again, this is news for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And anyone, it's a show for and anyone with taste. Morrissey, Bauhaus, Blondie, Devo, Echo and the Bunnymen, the Psychedelic Furs, Violent Femmes, The Church, English Beat, P.I.L., Gary Newman, She Wants Revenge, Jean Loves Jezebel, Berlin, Missing Persons. There are about 20 more names I haven't said. That's enough with that. Stop right there. I will stop <laughs> right there because you're saying to yourself, uh, how do I get tickets? Tickets for Cruel World will go on sale this Friday, February. February 14th at noon, but there's a pre-sale starting tomorrow at noon as well. Fans can register for a pre-sale code via the festival's website. But again, big happenings going down on May 2nd, you guys. It's a cool festival. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. A new one-day festival. It's like they they know. They're like, Allie, what do you want? And then everyone but Morrissey. But the rest, <laughs> I am so in. And it's being put on by Golden Voice. They put on Coachella. They put on Stagecoach. They know what they're doing. So, knock, knock. Who's there? Morrissey. Morrissey who? 
Open the door. He's not there. Oh, because he canceled? Yep. Okay. That's cool. the joke. All right. Got it. <laughs> that is a man playing a PVC pipe, everybody. Jensen found the Armenian comedian clips. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. The guy. We move on to amazing news for Allie number two. All right. So we did a segment um, about a month ago where we talked about our favorite movies that have extremely low Rotten Tomato scores, mm-hmm. which a lot of those movies are in Kevin's wheelhouse. Those are his favorite movies. I mean, movies. 18 to 30, 30. 18, 18 to, 30, to 30, sort of my wheelhouse. Is sure. where you're at. Yeah. And then we were shocked because your choice was a much higher number than mine. Mm-hmm. Jensen, your choice was... Speed Racer was in the uh, early 50s. Early 50s. Then I got to my choice, which was P.S. I Love You, and a shocking 25% on I Rotten mean, Tomatoes. that's beyond an F. That's like, I, mean, I think you get 10 just for having credits. Listen, Being just by focus, you get like focus, another you get one, two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then that wouldn't really explain why P.S. I Love You is finally getting a sequel. Y- uh, yay. yay, you guys. That's such good news. Yay. Uh, they've acquired kid. the film rights to Postscript. It's the follow-up novel to P.S. I Love You. Here's where they're going to take it. They're going to find her story, Holly, played by Hilary Swank, seven years after her husband's death when Holly's sister asked her to tell the story of P.S. I Love You letters on her podcast. Totally timely. She has Not interested. Oh, come on. By the way, uh, do you want to know how much that movie made in 2007? Please. One hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Wow! So Rotten Tomatoes, you can take your twenty-five percent and suck it. <laughs> um, well, a lot of famous people in that movie, right? Uh, yeah. Lisa Kudrow. She was in it. Uh, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Gerard Dean. Butler. A lot of people. They're gonna get lo- most yeah. of them coming back. I think. I would. I would hope Ghost Gerard Butler comes back. Right. Well, Spoiler they'll do flashbacks alert. or whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. Shut up, mugs. Honestly, I could feel you yeah. wanting to oh, say yeah. something. Definitely. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? Nothing at all. <laughs> that's honestly that's, that's okay. the most common answer right. he's ever said. <laughs> wow. that, if you ask him at any point, honesty. that's usually his answer. I did not see that coming. I really didn't. Did any of you watch "To All the Boys I've Loved Before" when it came out on Netflix? No, I, I mean, don't think so. I just looked at Jessica. No she, biggest <laughs> smile course. broke out and just saying, "Yeah," because it was on. Yep. It no, it is it it blew people out of the water. People loved this movie. It was a rom com. It was very sweet. Why do you keep talking about movies we've never heard of? Well, a lot of people have heard of this one because right. it was huge on Netflix. Yeah, like De- people- Destiny and you, yeah. Destiny, you watch that show where people meet when they dance for the first time. That's the flirty dancing. Flirty yeah. dancing. Flirty dancing. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, definitely, you guys are in good company. This uh. <laughs> movie did gangbuster numbers on Netflix. Right. Now, when I tell you the second part of the story, you're going to say that can't be true. There's a sequel. Well, no, there is a sequel. It's out today. And Netflix is making it available to everyone. You don't even need a Netflix account to watch it. What? So you might be saying, well, then why would they do that? Great question. It's just because they love love. I've said that about Netflix before. Hmm. I've never heard you say that. love. Hmm. So you can watch it. Non-subscribers can watch this, I think, through, like, March or something. I might have made that up. Through March oh, see, 9th. Through this March is a Valentine's 9th. Day promo kind of exactly. thing. Got it. Okay. Exactly. Got it. They love love at Netflix. So you can watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before, the sequel starting today, even if you don't have Netflix. And then you're going to watch it and go, why don't I have Netflix? 
Why and then do you I buy live it. under a rock? Right. And then you buy it, and then Netflix is like, <laughs> suckers. I mean, they're smart. Just you and Destiny, huh? Watching these rom-coms. I, give a call right now. Nope. Don't call. Please don't call. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. We're good. I brought this story up earlier, and I really feel like it needs to be mentioned. Valentine's Day is Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are going to make your man or your man is going to make your lady whatever, you're going to make a meal for your loved one. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're not great in the kitchen. Maybe you're borderline horrible in the kitchen. Don't worry. As long as you set the tone with lighting and a tablecloth, that's going to trick them into thinking it's better because they did research and they found people who ate the same food in different settings rated the food as better quality and less salty when they ate it in a room with lights dimmed and a tablecloth. Lights dimmed so table. that you can't see the food because it's nasty looking? Mostly. Okay. I mean, it's not about your plating. But I thought that was so interesting. If it's a nice kind of ambiance, your brain tricks you into thinking the food is better than it is. I smell like beef, of course. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's weird. That's a Old strange girl. thing. Mm. So what you're thinking is mm-hmm. the more you make you manipulate someone to think you're doing well, they're going to yeah. think you're doing well. Yeah. That is what she said. Good yeah. to know for relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's good advice. Have you ever gone on a date where, like, full lights? No. You go somewhere club sort lighting. of dark. Yeah, club lighting. Club yeah. lighting. That type of thing. Lie to them up up front. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you've got your little chicken cutlet cutouts in your bra. Mm-hmm. You take those bad boys out, and they're like, wait, are you a dude? And you're like, no, I'm just a girl with small breasts. Chicken! That type of thing. Wow. Listen, we've got a, a lot of tricks. Right it's what we do, and you guys fall for it every time. You want right. to know why? You're not bright. You're not bright. What if you eat a really expensive meal in a terrible setting? Just the awful, like, have a, a war zone. Beautiful steak. I'm in, sorry, a war zone. A war zone was his example. If you want to create a war zone. It's Valentine's Day, baby. You know where we're going. What the hell? Darfur. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, what if? Um, that's war a great zone. question, Muggs. What yeah, this, this Valentine's Day, we're going to Kuwait, and I'm I'm bringing nice food with me. Unbelievable. You are, Take it. You are a gift. Thank you. You better really mention are. somebody on that birthday list that you haven't been. Oh. She's not even at birthdays yet. She's going. She, I look, She's I'm looking look, at I'm it. looking at her looking at birthdays. Okay. Who can it be? Josh Brolin. I've mentioned him. Yeah, yeah, Marcinio Hall. Mentioned <laughs> him. <laughs> Again. Stop. stop doing that. Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. Mike Posner. Yep. And somebody else on that list that you haven't. Oh. I can't forget. I keep forgetting. <laughs> We're not in love anymore. I keep forgetting that I'll never be the same again. It, it's Michael McDonald's birthday? That is. Except it's Michael McDonald from Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Oh. It's not, but I think it was. That would have been awesome. Thanks for your input, Mugs. That was, holy moly, that was good. It was quite the journey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's happening. Mugs, where are you going? I will be at Del Taco at 10644 Alondra Boulevard in Norwalk today. We are giving away free K-Rock Storm's Bear Mountain Lift tickets to the first 50 people in line. Wow. That is, of course, going to be on February 29th with Lovely the Band. So the first 50 people in line will get those lift tickets and also some free chicken tacos, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Good delivery right there. <laughs> K 
Thank you, Muggs. A 5 p.m. commercial free <laughs> hour with Stryker and Klein is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness and the SoCal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. Knock, knock. An all-new show. Uh, what's up in Florida? <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Drew is on the program tomorrow. And more t- tickets to see the 1975 at the <laughs> Forum or at the Five Point Amphitheater and qualify to see him in Madrid, Spain. Yeah. Tomorrow morning. Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen on K-Rock, L.A. and O.C.'s Alternative Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.